Remind our our uh, our faithful listeners uh, that we're back on the air this week after uh, a week off uh, vacation. I don't know. Did you, did you do anything special over the past uh, with your with your week off from the from the podcast? So with all the spare time you had. Uh, yeah, I went to the uh, Green Beezy Foshizi and saw the inaugural winner of the Greenbrier jacket, uh, Kevin Na, go bonkers on Sunday and. Uh, when... I heard about that. That's interesting. Uh, the, the whole jacket concept. I, I, I mean, they must they must uh, be trying to recreate <laughs> the magic of of the 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 first major of the year that takes place in all, in, in April. What are they? Uh, did you watch it? Like, did you were you were there? Right? You saw Nance fumble <laughs> around with the uh, the awkward uh, announcement, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know what the reaction is in the Twitter sphere or other spheres. Um, I uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd in the real thing, sphere. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah. In reality, um, I don't. I was there, so how does it get more real than that? But anyway, uh, this whole um, the green jacket. I mean. It, it must have been exciting to watch. I mean, right? It was. <laughs> they were like, uh, like flash bulbs popping off because it was almost dark. Because it lasted, you know, the tournament lasted you know, later into the, into the, you know, mid evening. You could see the flash bulbs popping. Yeah, it must have been a sight to behold. Yeah, uh, no, there was no flash I mean, bulbs. It was like super bright outside. I stood on the ropes and watched the little thing. But uh, oh. it, 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 sorry, I got distracted there for a moment earlier. What um, what I wanted to say is the first thing that came to mind is. It's a tradition unlike any other, except yeah. except for that one other place. It, except it's, for that one other it's place, exactly it's like a tradition. It's exactly like the tradition of just one other place, right? One other place. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Jim. Did Jim? Did Jim Nance actually say that? <laughs> no. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, I wish he had. He I don't know. I I really felt like he was disappointed in having to be a part of that the that yeah. whole thing at all. I kind of joked. I I remember hearing a while back that Jim Justice wanted to make uh the Greenbrier like uh, on Augusta North, and that's cool. And I had just tell my buddies about it earlier that day, and then he busted that out, and I was like, this motherfucker has gigantic balls. And I I respect that. It's funny. I remember that guy uh, from watching the NCAA tournament, another CBS television production. You know, kind of weird that that you know there. Were, if you recall, during the first round of the NCAA tournament, Marshall was playing. Um, I think they were playing West Virginia. In fact, so it was like you know West Virginia squared, right? You got Jim Jim Justice. Uh, that's his name, Jim Justice, Governor Jim. I think so. Wearing yeah. his. Wearing his like you know his his half and half Marshall Mountaineer tie like you know really really funny trick Jim thanks for thanks for showing up to the game and you know not picking a side. Yeah, I think he does the same thing with political parties too. I'm not sure the whole deal, but I think he's like switched back and forth between Republican and Democrat. But um, I mean that's kind of weird. But like, would he have like a, a like if he goes into the uh, you know rolls into the governor's mansion? Is he wearing a tie that has one side like an elephant and the other side like a donkey? Is that sort of the same? Ooh, 
That's pretty slick. I don't know. I like that. You could probably you could probably sell well, that. I mean, on he, he was Etsy. wearing the tie that did you know Marshall Mountaineers. You know what? Two same thing. I don't know. Yeah, is the he's just he just seems like a controversial dude. Uh, he just doesn't want to. You know, he just has to kind of leave it up to the uh, to the voters to the people. Who knows what's going he's on? He's fucking weird. That's for sure. Um, yeah. But pretty nice place up there, the Greenbrier. Uh, yeah, good times. You didn't actually stay at the resort because that was like what's well, like way out of your price price point, right? Yeah, no, next year, uh, next year for sure. I don't. It was booked up. Um, I mean, it's not. I don't know. What I think the hotel we got in town was like one fifty. I think rooms the Greenbrier like shit. I can't remember three or six something like that. Three, six, what's the difference? I mean, I'm sure it was at least six. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, it, Scott Piercy was able to afford uh, a few of them, so who knows? So this week, the John Deere, I don't know anything about the tournament other than the name of the tournament, and it's it's the John Deere. Where where where's this course this course at? Well, first of all, give yourself some credit because I think you knowing the name of the tournament is actually more than than what any of our listeners uh, would have bargained for because typically that is even kind of a stretch. I don't know the name of the tournament. That's right, I, and I only know that I think because I heard Jim Nance say that that was the tournament. I don't know. I'm just gonna blame or credit, I suppose. Jim Nance for as, as much as possible in this podcast. I really I really like Jim Nance. He's a he's a positive impact on my life. Amazing, yeah, amazing. Amazing story, Zach. Um, thank you for sharing that. Uh as, That's what I'm as here far for. as this week, um what John, John Deere. Deere. Uh yeah, this is like always right before the British Open. Um it's just one of the weirder ones on tour. Spieth used to play it. It was pretty cool because it was like maybe the first one that he won, or I I forget, I forget the story. Um, but he had some kind of sponsor attachment there, or something. Um, he's finally stopped doing that. ZJ and Steve Stricker dominate here. Short course, kind of pitch and putty. Um, Twenty under will win it. Uh those are the facts, Jack. Well, so uh, I, I can you clarify just a little bit for the for those in the audience who may not not understand the the, the complicated jargon of, of of golf when we say pitch and putt. What does that mean? I don't think when you say pitch, you're not talking about throwing a baseball. So yeah, like a lot of pitching wedge shots. Like a lot of people are just going to be hitting wedges, pitching wedge. wedges out of the fairway, yeah. and it's going to be a game of you know who can get up and down from you know you know one forty to to ninety yards. Um, and yeah, guys like Zach Johnson and Steve Stricker are really good at that. They're finesse players that control their wedges more, and also. You know, as opposed to like a guy like maybe a Keegan Bradley who's just like can hit a number, you know, he'll be he'll be dead on his number more than most people, but um can't yeah. do that like seventy five percent 
uh, swing is is that, you know that's great. right. This this tournament's and it's in the Quad Cities. I mean that's a it's a great location. You ever been to the Quad Cities? Um, no, I've been to Chicago. What are the Quad Cities? I don't remember exactly, but but this is apparently this uh, the golf course resides in a community. Community named Silvis. I don't believe that's one of the Quad Cities. Well, what you said it was in the Quad Cities. Yeah, Quad Cities. Silvis. That's what the name of the. That's what. Wikipedia yeah, so Silvis right is now. or isn't one of the Quad Cities. I don't think well, it is. Why? Are you, if the tournament's da- Davenport, the tournament's in Silvis. And you're telling me it's in the Quad Cities, but Silvis isn't one of the Quad Cities. Something doesn't add up. It's there. really confusing. I mean, the Quad. I mean, if you've ever, if you've ever been to the Quad Cities, you'd know it's it's four cities. I mean, there's there's Davenport, which is a real that's a real humdinger of a town there. So you've it's right along. You've I been think, there firsthand, I, I and you guess. can confirm that Silvis. I mean, I drove in through real it life. before. Oh yeah. In a car, yeah. I don't think we even stopped for gas, but we drove through it. Did you get to see the course? No. What was the smell like? Well, we didn't go to Silvis. I don't even know where Silvis is. It's just a a name of the town. Did you roll the windows down as you drove through? I don't think so. Okay. This was probably 20 years ago. So, that's a That's a really fine detail that I'm not sure I would recall even if I went, you know, if it, if it happened last week. All right, all right. I mean, yeah. I mean, some people are like a windows down guy, and you know, some people are AC <laughs> On the guy. Interstate, and really? Some people are like windows down with the AC. That's just straight hedonism. I mean, in a, driving along the interstate, if, if you've got the windows rolled down, that's that's interesting. That's an interesting way to do it. I don't think that I would really enjoy the amount of noises with the air currents flying past at a high rate of speed. I just don't find that enjoyable for a long period of time. I can see that for maybe like five minutes. But not for for several hours as, as I'm driving through the Quad Cities. Yeah, because if you drive through, you know the Quad the Quad Cities, you're not you're probably not stopping. I don't know why you'd stop there. Like none of the four cities has any redeeming qualities. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know. Maybe they do. Or, I just don't know anything about it. Is the golf course there or not? It's in the Quad Cities area, so yeah. All right. All right. They have a, uh, well, I, I remember the, uh, so like there's the Quad City DJs. I think they're based out of Quad City. You might remember that from your childhood. They're pretty cool. Oh, I, I know them well. But uh, you sure it's the same Quad Cities? How many Quad Cities are there? As far well, as I, I mean, know, there's, there's one. potential for lots, I would assume. Yeah, no, there's only, there's only one Quad City. Especially when it comes to the Quad City DJs. So the events in Illinois, I mean, I, I don't know that it even matters. The weather is going to be probably not a factor. Like you said, pitch and putt. Well, no, actually, gonna, back that up. The thing, like the whole time I was giving my spiel before about what, what this course is, um, they're calling for rain Saturday and Sunday um, and Monday for what that's worth, Cause I, which actually I find relevant because the, the fucked off part about this um, – course is or this this week is they got the it's not just a major next week but it's in you know europe um 
So it's even more of a bitch for anybody who wants to go over there. I don't, you know, there's maybe only a couple guys qualified. Molinari is. Um, I mean, you're, there's a possibility of a Monday finish even, and that, that would be just really annoying for anyone. Um, and if you win, you go over. So, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of a whack situation. I guess, I guess getting over there late is still better than not getting over there at all. But, um, that's a big X factor and, and a, eh, I don't know. To me, it kind of puts a damper on it because it's just a huge randomizer. I feel like on this course more than, than anything. If there, if there's going to be missing rounds or delays or super soft course or what have you. So that's really relevant. Yeah. Molinari, Molinari, interesting, right? I mean, he's, uh, he's generally a European player. Doesn't play full off full time on the PGA tour, but he's been playing a lot of PGA tour events lately, which is kind of, Kind of odd, like the one the event that he won a few weeks back. Yeah, there was some. There were some. I, I remember uh, experts on Twitter. So I, well, I, I pay attention to and follow. Were were saying that it was very strange that he was playing in these these American North American PGA Tour events. Well, I got um, I just read an article about that actually while we were um, well waiting to start the podcast. Um, he's trying to get FedEx Cup points. He's like 123rd in FedEx Cup points. And, uh, you know, last year he barely missed the finals. And, um, he added these tournaments or that. I know the Quicken was added, you know, deliberately. He said deliberately he was coming over to try to get FedEx Cup points because for whatever reason, it hadn't shook out over here. So he was trying to play more events. Now, my question is why the fuck is he playing this week? And I don't know if, because it makes it doesn't make any sense to me. He just qualified for Karnuski. He is European. Like, just go over there. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know exactly how it works. If there was a commitment, or if he had just scheduled this and is sticking with it. If that's the case, I don't know. If that's the case, I wouldn't. I would wouldn't want to be there on the weekend for Molinari. They're calling for rain. I'd fucking dip out. I wouldn't even want to make the cut. Um, I don't know. I hate to play those angles, but what do you think of that? Garbage or... Well, you're, I mean, I, I, I want to say that as we were chatting about this earlier this today, that you were telling me that Molinari's an attractive player. You think he's going to be low-owned by the public. He's highest-priced golfer on the, the list of, of golfers. Yeah, that's the, that's the tough is, part. Is, is, uh, his ownership, which is, a, a you know, a, to me, is, and I think you as well, Kind of makes it more 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 compelling to use. I I think. I think it's also what he won his last tournament that he played. Was it the, was it, is that right or did, has he yeah. been playing on the European tour? Yeah, he won the Quicken and he won just before that. In was Europe that two weeks too. ago? Yep. So he took a whole week off. You know, probably got he probably rented like a whole lake somewhere and just rented a bunch of motorboats and just kind of drove around in circles because he wasn't you know he wasn't working. I'm sure he's. Just, doesn't doesn't practice golf when he's you know, not a not on the yeah not the Fourth of July week for sure no yeah I'm pretty sure Europeans love that holiday it's like they're one of their favorites when you're in America well I mean that really kind of explains it he probably was in he probably stayed in in the North America just to celebrate the July Fourth holiday I think I think I'm I'm really I think he he took, he took a week off. Like yeah, said, you know, probably running some motorboats. Probably had a lot of fun. Yeah, barbecue. Some buds. Yeah. Yeah, have the buds over. Barbecue. Watch Wimbledon. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And now he's refreshed. I think he's going to win it again. I mean, I don't know why. I mean, he's obviously he's got the he's got the mindset of a guy who wants to win. And this is probably and I think this it offends too easy for him. This is like you know if a you know a PGA Tour guy was going to go onto the what's the lower uh, tournament called? Is it the Web dot com? Web dot com. Web dot com. Yeah, it'd be like him playing a Web dot com event this week. No, I that's a, that's a very astute comparison. I wanted to make that myself, and um, I don't know. I like you're you're selling me on him. Um, the event's too easy for him. A hundred percent, Frank Molly. Win it Frank and then and walk over the fucking ocean and win it again next week. Hell, why not? What a better tune-up. I mean, even if he gets, thinks he gets stuck an extra week or like through Monday, which I think. I think you're overplaying that angle because I can't remember the last time that happened where the event spilled over on a Monday. No, you're it's right. It's like... pretty rare, but they get a bunch of delays. Well, either that or like they could shorten it. Um, but the, I don't know the well, fact they, that it like rained. That one event where they they started it super early and, and they ruined uh, my my gymnastics experience on CBS. They you know they only gave me like a half an hour of gymnastics talking golf. Yeah, and do you remember that? I mean, I, I feel like that. Well, they had the ability to move the round up on, on to avoid the rain. Oh we, yeah, uh, I mean, this is some straight serious conjecture here that you're you're throwing at me with this. Yeah, the event could go into Monday. I just think that's a that's like a one to two percent chance if you ask me. If that, yeah, you're right. But I mean, it's it's. I mean, it would just. Uh, all right. I mean, that's not even. It's still no fuck playing in the rain in Chicago on a web dot com thing when you just cashed. I mean, I I see it both ways. But he's got a good number. I'll I'll have some of them. I mean, that's my boy, you know. But I just kind of uh started to question it. Um, and there's really honestly, there's a lot of good options at the top here. Zach Johnson's probably my least favorite. Um, he'll probably be the most favorite. He's just not playing that well this year. Um, last year, really, either. Um, and he does dominate this course, but uh, especially in a big tournament setting, he's a worthy fade. Uh, he's had a couple good finishes this year, hasn't he? I feel like we've, I feel like we've even used him. Um, I don't know. He's missed yeah, one we've, cut this year. There was a there was a time about a month ago where. He um was pushing pretty good uh pretty good number. Um, you know, one oh one oh strokes gained. Uh it was like, oh he's kinda back and um I don't know. Last ten weeks he's so, like two missed cuts, fortieth, twelfth, nineteenth. Um He missed two cuts? Yeah. Zach Johnson? Wait, am I looking at the wrong thing? Oh, yeah, I'm on Zach Johnson. Here, I'll... DraftKings.com is telling me that he's missed one cut this season. Uh, Real quick, in accordance with our uh, our new uh, pending agreement with our our sponsors, uh, we're going to take a a quick break here, so I'll I'll turn it So moving on from from Zach Johnson, it's it's, uh, it's ironic. I I don't usually prepare for for this podcast, and I did prepare a couple of of, of of words on a on a on a computer screen to talk about. We haven't even touched on him yet. Uh, I think I guess I I did hear you say the word Bryson earlier. Bryson DeChambeau, Mister Compass Cheater Guy. 
any impact on his ability that or uh, lack thereof of using the the the, uh, the 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 unusual tool called a compass? Um. Yes, I do believe. Um, if I were a real sports writer, I think the narrative here is we're gonna see angry Bryson for the first time, and he's gonna come out with a chip on his shoulder and just rampage. Absolutely rampage. Um, that should be interesting. Like, I'm picturing like an incredible Hulk type situation. Veins popping out of his forehead. Fucking man on a mission, revenge mission against the PGA. Have you seen the new uh, the new Dwayne Johnson movie? I think it's called Rampage. Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Yeah. Rocky Maivia? Uh No, I've not caught that. I haven't either, but I think it's based on the old video game called Rampage. Remember that game? Oh, River City Rampage? I don't think it's River City Rampage. I think it's just called Rampage. Okay. What is that one where you climb up and down the buildings and punch the windows yeah. out and they fall down? Exactly. That was my favorite. Oh, shoot. So that's what I'm thinking about when you say he's going to go on, Bryson DeChambeau is going to go on a Rampage. I picture him like scaling buildings and breaking windows. I mean, I really don't think he's going to do that, but I think you think he's going to just play really good golf. Yeah, you think he'll play a classy round? I mean, I just I want him to go out there with a fucking string and a pencil and a thumbtack, a wooden number 2 pencil, a string and a thumbtack and make it happen. Bryce. I think that would qualify as a, an unusual piece of equipment as well. I don't no, think I mean, you know, a pencil is standard golf equipment. A string is just, I mean, could come from your clothes or anything. And then the thumbtack is, I mean, well, I don't know why you have the thumbtack. Maybe a replacement spike situation. You're good to go, Bryson. Compass it up. I mean, it's really horse shit. I can't believe that. The the other the other guy that I was I was noticing was an interesting. Again, this is just something somebody I saw on Twitter. You know, an expert. Tweeting about uh, his his golf bets, right? Because that's the thing people like to bet on golf, like straight betting on golf, you know, to win the tournament. Chris Kirk fifty five to one. Do you if you saw that wager would you would you make that? Um, is he really fifty five to one? Well, I mean, I, mean, I was looking. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, Twitter. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because that's what I mean. While the difference between fifty five and forty five, which I think is what his actual five dines line is which is i would call a more widely available line of uh you know 45 to one that's like a probably like a, a half of a percent difference if i had to guess off the top of my head you know okay. if we're talking long-term long-term hit rate but yeah. like you know it's still someone inflating their their line that they're they're you know quoting as what they're betting and who knows what they actually got but anyways let's say you got 45 to one would you would you bet that um, I think that there's better bets than that. I don't have a feel for like what the threshold is to bet or not, but I I think that there's several guys that are just as good as him that have longer odds. Um, so he's very unlikely to be a great bet at that price or odds, whatever have you. Um, yeah. I mean, he's he's above average for sure. Like, um, I don't know. He, We've used him before. 
I'd rather have him be like unpopular, and I don't think that's going to be the case. What about Kelly Craft after his his hot hot showing last week? Oh, what's his price? Um, sixty six to one. If you've got a five dimes account, interesting. Um, honestly, I mean, <laughs> haven't watched Craft in person. Like, dude was fucking on it. Like, he looked good. I mean, obviously he played great. I mean, you can't, it's hard to look bad and shoot, you know, 14. I think his I swing think. is goofy. I don't think his swing is conducive to being, like, a really top-shelf golfer. His, his, they were showing some slow-motion footage of his swing, and I, don't, I can't even believe I'm even talking about this, but, like, the fact that he just has a really goofy motion, like, he really contorts his body. Yeah. Like, I think even one of the, the CBS guys with a British accent was talking about how he... His spine was in some <laughs> twisted manner. Huh. Yeah, see, I know nothing about golf swings. And, I mean, I guess I don't you know, really you know a lot swing. about golf swings. But, I mean, you know, I don't know. There's always the Jim Furyk example. He's supposedly got a really fucked up swing. And, um, Yeah, I'm interested in stuff like that because I think it has a lot to do with, you know, repeatability and and stuff. I'll have to watch it more carefully now. But I was just watching the results, and he was, like, really stuffing it tee to green, playing with poise, playing with confidence. Um, He's done it before. He's finished. He has a a second-place finish on the the PGA Tour, so it's not like he's never – been there on the final day. This is it's it's happened before for him, and, but generally speaking, his his results are pretty bad. Yeah, well, I don't think he's that he's good. He's got a fifth place two years ago here. Course history. Yeah, course history. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He did good. <laughs> he's like people aren't picking him. You know, he's not going to be uh, popular on DraftKings. So now I'm kind of interested. Well, so no one had him. Well, I thought it was interesting. No one had him on the round four contest. Yeah, when he was the co-leader, he was he was teeing off in the final group, and he was you know fifteen percent owned on the round on the round four, which is unheard of. I feel like the leaders always at least they're like Varner was was thirty percent, but Kraft was was like wow. fifteen or twenty. I don't think the public thinks very much of craft, and I don't. If they share the same things that I do, or if it's just some weird perception, well, it's interesting. Varner, for example, is a hundred to one this week, yeah. Whereas craft is sixty six, and you know Varner kind of, kind of uh, something something happened on Saturday night because he he really came out Sunday and was just not playing well. So yeah, yeah. Um, this course is like the opposite of how like a course Varner would do good on um to a certain extent he's got a weird swing extent. too yeah he's a guy that, he can stuff it that's his game it's more like uh inconsistent but he's also got the big driver and that you know that plays here but not so much uh um so yeah it'll be interesting i feel like both of them were going to regress on sunday I don't know. Kraft didn't really. Um, but Varner, it's like a, so it was a shot your, in the who, dark. Who are you going? I mean, you know, I think I think it's pretty. Yeah, sorry. I think it's pretty clear though that that Molly is is going to be the guy that you should use in all of your lineups. Let's let's think. Look past him. Who else is a guy that you're looking to? Well, I don't know about. I, I'm not going to use Molinari in all my lineups. 
Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. All of them. <laughs> yeah, why not? Hundred percent. Okay. Well, I mean, Joaquin Neiman and Ryan Moore. That's why. Um. So you're going to use those guys higher? Uh, I don't know if I'll necessarily use them more than Molinari, but I don't think I can get both of them on the same lineup. Um. So, I'll I'll want to use them some for sure. Those guys are priced too highly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who's your who's your who's your underowned underowned diamond in the rough, the gem, just kind of hanging out in some sand, waiting to be found. Mm-hmm.